Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to PGN. God bless you. It is um, Tuesday evening, and this is Deborah with you here this evening. It is uh, we're in the middle of June thirteenth, twenty twenty three. Let me pray before we open up this evening. So, Father, we thank you for this evening, God. We thank you, Lord, that you are highly exalted. God, above the heavens, Lord, and in the heavens, Lord, you are the exalted one. Lord, we thank you that Jesus has taken his rightful place and seated beside your throne and living and interceding on our behalf for your ministry of reconciliation, God, and bringing restoration to the fullness of your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, God. We ask, Lord, that you would be exalted Uh, this evening during this time, Lord, and we thank you for your presence and your power and your goodness and your steadfast ways, Lord, from generation to generation, Father. So we thank you. Again, Father, may we join you in your word and in your presence, Lord, and ask, Father, that you just speak and minister and pray through me this evening, God, that you truly would be exalted in this place. God, for we are the people of your grace, God, but you are exalted, highly exalted one. Jesus' name, amen. Well, (laughs) excuse me, I wanted to share something. I think last week I talked a little bit, just briefly shared casually about a dream that I had, Um, and it was actually in regards to church, but let me set up, I'm not going to share the whole dream, but I want to share a portion of something that happened because it wasn't related to the church specifically, and um, it, it kind of fits together with where I was headed tonight and what felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to share on. And what that was, was there was an incident at the church, and, um, oh, my glass was broken. I thought there was a hair on it. It's broken. Um, there was an incident at the church, and John and I learned about it like on a Friday night, I think it was, before it was announced on Sunday. And, um, yeah, so that particular night, after we got home after uh, this dinner meeting, um, we went for a walk, which we usually do. We walk in our neighborhood a lot. And um, this particular night, and this isn't unusual for me, And those of you that have joined here have heard me say that I will find money, generally coins and certain and specific amounts of money when we're out and about and at different times. And um, so this particular night right after that, when we came home and we walked, um, I found $3. Now, I don't know if somebody, I don't know how somebody lost $3, but they did. So um, we picked that up, and I knew it was from the Lord. And the number three, as most of us know, already know this, um, you know, the Lord is in that and on it. And one of the words, um, especially being a prophetic person, if you're new to the prophetic, then, then you might not know. But those that are prophetic that are joined here speaking to you know the completion and the perfection and the word completeness. And, you know, completion or completeness 
is associated with the number three. Also, and um, okay, so it's associated with the number three. So keep that in mind as I'm talking about this tonight, because I learned something this week. And I think that, you know, I've been asking the Lord about it. I knew it has to do with um, somehow his favor, that it would be across my path, right? Anytime we, we walk into something like that, and any coins that I pick up, I know that he's highlighting this particular favor in this particular area based on or he wants me to learn or pay attention to what he's speaking and doing across my path, you know, that it's a current, a current favor, a current happening and or something that needs to be talked about, right? So God has a set, so I was learning this week that God has, keeping in mind of the $3, okay, and this was back in May, or actually, yes, it was back in May, um, and then I had learned Okay, after that, I have remembered that I had a dream the end of April, and that was the dream that I was speaking of. And in that dream, actually, there was a portion of that dream that um, the pastor, which was significant, was because it was like the associated pastor, if you will, was leading the church out across this parking lot, which is a hard place, right? And they're trying to find their space or their destiny, and um, in my dream, anyway, so I wrote my dream out and I did send it in because it was significant. I believe it was significant timing, which I didn't have any awareness of anything that was happening. But our church also was doing a prayer and fasting for the month of May. So John and I were both participating in that and, you know, uh, asking the Lord to bring things into the light, which sometimes I do. And, um, and that that was what happened? Okay, so, but what I was reading this week, okay, and we know, we see the pattern of three as well, obviously, the Trinity, and the repeated pattern of, and mostly in the Hebrew as well, is that, right, let the testimony of two or three, let the testimony be of two or three witnesses, right? Even Jesus saying that his spirit testifies to our spirit that we're children of, and that is on earth. So we have the testimony of his spirit to our spirit, that we belong to him. That's two, okay, those are two spirits right there that testify that we belong to Christ on earth as it is in heaven, okay? So that's very prominent in their time as well. Amongst other things, there's a whole, I think when I started early on, I did a a whole thing on that, on the Hebrew, and just how their patterns and understanding and illustrations and poetry and all of that. But anyway, so God sets a pattern for redemption from the beginning of time. So where we're thinking of creation, the fall, you know, exile, Babylon, and then the return, the restorative nature of God, right? And then he's still, he's restoring humankind through his son, Jesus, but he's also going to restore all of creation that is his heart, all to redeem all of creation and becoming a new heaven and a new earth, right? So it's yet to be completed, hence why Jesus ever lives to make intercession, not only on our behalf, but on our behalf, but also that the fulfillment of the promise would come forth and that we would be participants right? We are participating with the will and the purposes in the heart of God. So there are three components that are important to the pattern 
<clears throat> to the kingdom of God. And this is what I want to illustrate here because this is really important. And I think this even goes back to that completeness, but we'll, we're going to wrap this thing around. So it says the, and the three components are this, the three components that are important to the kingdom of God, down, are the people, the land, and the rule and blessing. Okay, so we see this even throughout the Old Testament. It's um, God constantly chose men to speak on his behalf about the fullness of the kingdom, kingdom coming and his promises. So Moses started with Moses and Moses was, okay, here, my resource on this one for Moses is, let's see if it's still here. Okay. Yes. It's called grace in the Torah.net. Well, so Moses was the third child in his family. He was given which was he was given um, in the month, the third month. And when Moses was born, his mother saw that. Um, so she hid him for three months. I don't know how to say the uh, Hebrew word. And there were three servant leaders of Israel, Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, which is in Micah 6, um, 4. And that this is God's pleads um, with Israel. And he says, for I have brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage. And I've set before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, which the three and one, they were all siblings, all of one family, all of one, right, which is an illustration of the Trinity to come, right? He's trying to prepare a pattern, right? This is what God does is he prepares a pattern for the people. Just like he prepares us, he prepares us for what he's prepared us for, which we know we've talked, I think we've mentioned that last week. So Moses was related as a true king. He talked about the covenant, about following um, the law and obedience. Those are the things that he taught the people. Isaiah let me go back to where you guys are. Isaiah um, talked about the kingdom to come um, by the work of a servant, that he would die to rescue the people. So Isaiah was prophesying about the people and that it would be all people and the nations, and that all nations would be invited, all tongues, tribes, and nations. Okay, Isaiah was speaking, he was chosen by God to speak on the fullness of the kingdom, you know, promises. And he, he fulfills the important pattern of the people. I'm sure he spoke other things as well, but he, you know, one important pattern that Isaiah illustrated was the people and that it was for all people, not just the Israelites. It's incredible that he spoke these things way in advance, as did Daniel, but it was way in advance um, and such insight um, that he would give to the nations and that they would all be invited, right? Ezekiel, Ezekiel talked about the land. He talked about a new temple, that it would be more than a building. There would be a new creation, and a new Jerusalem. And then once Solomon had built it, after Ezekiel had prophesied over it, it says that the glory was as fire, and it filled it, right? So it filled the temple. 
And then David also participated in Jerusalem as in the capital as well, preparing the land. So they they were uh, servants of the Lord and prophets who helped with the land, the restoration with the land and the preparation for the purposes um, and the glory of God in the land. This was their calling and their prophetic and the things that they spoke into, chosen by God to speak on his behalf, right? So Isaiah, right, and his components, again, the important pattern of the kingdom, the people, the land, the rule, and the blessing. So then Jeremiah spoke on the rule and the blessing. He spoke about a new covenant. There would be a covenant that would be unbreakable. Um, The law would be written on hearts. There would be a new king, an eternal king, and um, that he would fulfill the promise of the covenant. So that's one of those things that Jeremiah spoke on as God chose him to speak on behalf um, over the rule and the blessings. And I think if we look at even the prophets today, the ones that are called by God, they, they are speaking into one of three of these areas. They're speaking for the people. And I want to, you know, it would be in the past, let me say, it, there's not many that are actually ministering to the people, to the heart of the people. There are a few, and, and the ones that are there, they're really good. Okay, they're really good in ministering to the people and wanting to see them whole and they're not, um, you know, angry and striking the rock because of the people. Okay, the land, <clears throat> the land and the preparation, and then the rule and the blessing. Okay, so, so I just see this, how the Lord uses this. Okay, and then Daniel um, prophesied. It was incredible all that he, I mean, so incredible all that he prophesied and spoke into that God chose for him to speak into on his behalf in such a manner and degree in which still is not, those are not, not everything is fulfilled in the book of Daniel, but was spoken. So um, he spoke on the son of man, on the authority, glory, blessings of nations, and the sovereign power of God. So, wow, he really did speak. Um, you know, on rule and blessing as well, but also spoke on God was the person, right? And where he would be in the land and on his power. So the three major events <clears throat> that usher in the restoration of creation uh, and the arrival of God's kingdom and its fullness <clears throat> are uh, Jesus' return the bodily resurrection, and the coming of the world before Christ to be judged. Those are the three events or the three um, yeah, that usher in. Oh, there I'm correcting it. They will usher in um, the arrival of God's kingdom, okay? So let's be listening. I mean, let's have... I don't know everything, of course, <laughs> and I have a lot to learn, that's for sure. But let's be listening when people prophesy, especially at a global and national. Let's be listening with listening ears and maybe, yeah, let's be listening with listening ears to what they're speaking about. Are they speaking about 
the people, the land, the rule, and the blessing? Is it follow the pattern of the restoration of creation? Because this is the time frame and the element that we are in. It's still God's heart and it's still God's desire. And it's not going to change his pattern according to the pattern of man, right? He's going to, his pattern will remain. So we need to have listening ears to hear what the spirit's saying and, um, right, and make sure that we just need to be clear and maybe even ask for some of these words to be um, written so we hear them and so they're written so we can decipher and discern by the spirit and the word of God uh, what is being spoken. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, and I know I'm not the best communicator either, but I'm not. So anyway, so John in the book of Revelation repeats three times uh, the promises, the promise from Jesus that said, look, I am coming soon. So uh, John repeated that three times, but it was from the promise of Jesus that said the same three times. We're talking about the repeated number of three and the $3 that was across my path because there's more people joining. So thank you for those that have been here and patient. And, um, and, and what revolves, involves, excuse me, the church. And I knew it was the church body and the church. And I know when I pray corporately with the church, I'm always praying for the church body, the body of Christ, those that are there and those that are yet come. And sometimes those are not even on the list. And I want to say not, not anything bad about who's ever leading prayer or whatever. It's just, I just know that as out of the, the influx and the outflux of my heart is the body of Christ, the believers, and for those who have yet to be called believers and step into the body of Christ. Um, so we're not, we're not just called members, right? I mean, we are members of one church. But we are, I'm not trying to come down on anyone for that, (laughs) but I'm not coming at anyone for that. It's just we are the body of Christ because Christ, Jesus, paid a a priceless, precious, his blood for his church. So we are his body and he loves his bride and he's going to care for his bride and he desires that his bride produces a blessing for him, produces a blessing. This isn't prosperity. Oh my gosh. And I know you guys get this. (laughs) You guys get this. That's not a prosperity message. It is a pattern in the kingdom of God. We are blessed to be a blessing. So if you're saying blessing and if some people are irked with that thinking that you mean only prosperity or you mean just prosperity, that is, you know, out of the outflow of the other's perspective because the blessing is so much more than that. We have the shalom peace of God. We bless others with that. We have the truth and access to the truth. We bless others with that as well, right? Okay. So it says um, here, so we want to stand firm in the faith. That's what John in Revelation is um, telling and sharing with us, to stand firm in that. So when we wrap this around, we have 
um, in Matthew 4. Now, if you look at this in Jesus, and you think, like, I hope this really um, matches, but it really does bring this about to, um, to come forth. Because um, in Matthew 4, we have Jesus where he said he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be to be tempted by the devil. And he was fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Afterward, he was hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up to the holy city and said to him on the pinnacle of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you and their heads, they shall not bury you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again, the devil took him up an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came to minister to him. Okay, so that's 1 through 11. And I just want to say and um, just explore for a minute that, yes, after 40 days, he probably was hungry in the natural, right? He was fully man, fully God in the natural. I'm certain he probably was hungry. But I want to explore, if we will, for a moment, that even spiritually, because the definition of that word also represents not just food, in my personal humble opinion, but it could be a hunger. It says to suffer want, to be needy, um, and to crave or to seek um, with eager desire. Okay, so I want to just pose for a moment that this could include both his natural hunger and his spiritual hunger for God. So if he, let's suppose these were both the cases, that he was in a natural hunger state, in his physical body, that's not hard to imagine, but in his spiritual state as well, okay? Because it says he was led by the spirit, okay? So he already had the spirit, he recognized the spirit, he obeyed the spirit, right? But um, when the enemy came to him, the tempter, Jesus, what did he draw on for power, grace, and truth? He drew on the word of God, and that was the sustaining portion of his bread, if you will, when he was saying man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And this is where we need to fall back on when we have, you know, when we are needy, in any sense, when we are needy in our spirit, in our soul, in our human nature, we need to draw on the word of God. 
because this will fill us and sustain us and give us the power, the grace, and the truth to overcome all things. And we see this and this element here, okay? And then we see how the enemy can be twisting of things like, oh, okay, well, I can play your game, but I'll just twist it up a bit, you know? So uh, the Lord set him straight. Jesus set him straight. But this last one here, I want to say that, um, okay, the last one here, well, let me say before I say that particular portion, after Jesus, after the enemy came and tempted Jesus in these three areas and these three realms, which I think they could be redefined a little bit, they've been, okay, they can be a little bit, I think, anyways, <laughs> new wisdom and new revelation, but I won't go there right now. But after Jesus, okay, after that, it says then Jesus begins his ministry. So after he was tempted with these three things that the enemy came to bring to him, there was a completion. This is what I'm saying. These three three things, there was a completion after that, and his ministry began. And now look what happens when his ministry begins, okay? Because listen to these three things, and we're going to go right back up from where we started again. But this is just Matthew 4, 12 through 17. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed from Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, Capernaum, if I'm saying that right, which is by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, okay, I don't know if I'm saying these lands right, but the land of Zebulun or whatever, and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Okay, what three things do we talk about in the redemption, the pattern redemption of creation was the people, the land, and the rule and blessings. And we see all three of these things mentioned in verses 15, which I just read was in the land. And they're talking about um, the people, which were the Gentiles. And now verse 16, which he says, the people. Okay, so it's literally the land, the people who sat in darkness. So verse 16, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region and the shadow of death, light has dawned. That is the rule and the blessing that was promised to them. So all three of those, once Jesus was tempted in all three of these realms and the completion came, his ministry began and he was, okay, he was in his pattern of restoration and redemption, restoring the people, the land, the rule and the blessing. All of that is in verses 12 through 16. Verse 17 says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Um, And so, or has drawn near. 
Okay, so this now, he is walking in a place on earth as it is in heaven. So his purposes and his calling are obviously fulfilled at this point, and he's ready. He's ready. The engines have started, and he has spoken, and he's filled with power. And this is the completion. So the last part of what I was going to say, and Matthew, I think that some people, unfortunately, we see this part here, did not pass this test. Okay, and I don't know how this works, but it says um, when the enemy took him to an exceedingly high mountain, he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to these, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And I think some people have worshipped the wrong things and worshipped the wrong kingdoms um, and thinking they were building for Christ, but it was really for their glory and seeing, um, you know, the things that they could have of this world possibly build in Jesus name, but really for their glory. And they, they bow down to worship the wrong things because if it says you shall worship the Lord, your God and him alone, you shall serve. Um, so praise God. I mean, praise God. Okay. So we thank you Lord for your kingdom. Uh, We thank you, Father God, for your kingdom is yours. And may we serve you and you alone, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the people, God. The people are precious, Lord. And I know um, I am keenly aware that the Holy Spirit is um, aware of how how I minister to the people, how I treat the people, especially when their hearts are um, open and are receiving and are um, being drawn in faith. Um, So I I know that the Lord is just like right over my shoulder watching, watching even my thoughts and my intents and my purposes and, you know, that I carry the heart and the affection of Christ that I even have um, what I used to call like a stethoscope that I could hear God's heart for their heart. Um, I am keenly aware of this for many, many years. Even when I counseled, it would just be one-on-one, but I knew I wasn't alone. I just felt like Christ was right watching me, how I treat his people and care for his people when I minister to them, and um, that I bring forth a healing and a restoration to them. And so, Father, we thank you for the people, Lord. We bless them, your people, Father God. We thank you for the land, God, and the places, Father God, where where you've called each of us to bear fruit, Lord, and much fruit that you prepared in advance for us. So we call it forth in the place that we're at, God, in Jesus' name. We call forth that land and that area, God, a blessing, Lord, the place where we steward and love Father God, um, in Jesus' name that you've called us to, God, in our property, those places of property, the workplaces, Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, and ask for your rule and reign and blessing to be upon the land, Lord, to bear fruit, God, that we would be a distinguished people, 
Father God, and also, Lord, with your presence and your power and your word, Father God, take us deeper into your word, Father God, that we would see it clearly and speak it boldly, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, for completing things in us, God, that we would be released and ready, God, to minister in the fullness of your name and the fullness of your restoration and the fullness of the ministry that Jesus is yet interceding for. Let us hear the prayers of heaven and join with that, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for the restoration of the land, God, as we each um, represent a different state, God, in Jesus' name, Father. In Jesus' name, God, hear our prayers. God, teach us to pray for the land, God, and to drive those things out, God, where we have rightful um, authority um, to take a hold of things, God, and to call forth the blessing and the rule, God, once we cast out and remove and bind um, the deceiving rulers. In Jesus' name. Lord, open our eyes to see your pattern. God, your pattern and your word, Lord, even just your meta-narrative, Father, and all that you've done and all that you do, God, that we, we understand it so well that we're able to share with others, God, um, even in our own weakness and our own brokenness, God, that you've redeemed us, God, and it's by your power and by your grace that we have fellowship with you, God, that we can enjoy um, on earth with our fellowship with you and living for you with purpose and significance and fellowship with you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, for setting us apart, again, and being distinguished for your name, Father. We thank you, Lord, uh, that we would stand firm in our faith, Lord, and help us to ask, Lord, um, for for the things, um, Lord, that are good, um, Lord, that we don't ask amiss, um, and that will bring you joy, and honor, God. We ask for the gifts and the blessings that will bring you joy and bring you honor, God, without asking or desiring a miss, Father. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, tether our paths to righteousness for your name's sake and deliver us. Deliver us from evil, Father. In Jesus' name, God, and we cover those in our family bloodline. Father, that you show them that you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. God, and we thank you for the Father receiving them. Just reveal yourself for who you really are in their lives, God, that they can experience, Lord, your realities of your grace and of your truth and of your power, God, and of your word. Lord, that you you would be the indwelling word um, would be placed in them, Father. We thank you, Lord. And recall, unto their remembrance, the word of God. Recall, unto their remembrance, Father. And we thank you for the cleansing and the washing of your word and the regeneration of your spirit upon their lives, Lord. Give them the courage to yield to you and to receive as they repent, Lord, and see their need 
And we thank you, Father, and we welcome, God, we welcome them into the household of faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. This is Deborah here this evening. If you'd like ministry, um, you can dial in. Uh, what is your number? <laughs> and press 1 on your keypad to put you in queue. And um, I will open up your phone line. So thank you so much. Let's just uh, open up and pray tonight and just start it. Thank you so much for joining us. 828-989. Good evening. Hi, Deborah. This is Jennifer from North Carolina. Good evening. Okay, great. Thank you. I know some, oops, my pen is green. That's not going to work. I know sometimes I do uh, call you guys out. Sometimes I don't, so I just appreciate you going with the flow. <laughs> um, North Carolina. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Let me put you on mute for one second. Thank you for joining us, and I will um, come right back. Father, we thank you for Jennifer, Lord. We just lift her up to your kingdom, God. We thank you, Lord, for your great works, Lord, um, that you've placed in, um, within her, Father God. And, and some are, are being restored. The works of the Lord are being uh, seen being restored. Like some things maybe um, like on a rope where the things maybe are frayed a little bit. Like maybe the Lord is just tightening some things up, securing things, um, which is part of his works, you know, that it doesn't get um, lost or loosened. You know, the grip is firm and it is, um, you know, it doesn't slip through your hand, if you will, um, but it's firm and secure and um, tightened up. So we thank you for that, Father God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your works, Lord, that you prepared in advance uh, for Jennifer to fulfill, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, um, you know, even just... Um, you know, our, our works are, you know, redemptive in nature and reconciling as well, redeeming and reconciling as well, which is the continued work, as you know, of Jesus um, and what he's called us to do on earth is to redeem and to reconcile and to be his minister. So I thank you, Lord, um, for that work, Father God, um, and, Lord, how it's demonstrated, Lord, that you will show her, and really all of us, Lord, in the, in the preparation of the people, the land, the rule, and the blessing. Lord, um, we thank you, Father God, just for the increase and the threefold return um, on what we sow unto your kingdom and steward unto your kingdom with the people, the land, and the rule and the blessing, Father God, in Jesus' name. But we thank you for these works, Lord, um, that she has, Lord. I thank you, Father, for whatever you have placed in her hand to do, that she would do it unto you, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for um, the opportunities, Lord. Um, thank you for the opportunities, in Jesus' name, Lord, that they wouldn't just graze past her, Lord, um, they wouldn't be commonplace to her, Father God, but you would have her eyes open um, to the opportunities 
father that you are placing before her. And sometimes it does seem casual or common and because really like his grace is on it. And I, I've done it myself too, you know, or sometimes think like, oh, that was three weeks ago. The Lord kind of prompted me, well, I better say yes to that now, you know, and, um, or, you know, like I kind of said yes, but then the action, whatever, three weeks later, you know. So, um, so Father, we thank you for that, Lord, her just you opening her eyes to the opportunity, Father, that are the things that are the works that you have prepared in advance for her, Father. And I thank you for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit to teach her all things, that she is never alone, but she has your spirit um, of wisdom and of counsel and of might to teach her um, along her paths of opportunity, God, weaving in and through, Father God, and restoring. And, oh, that's the thing. Okay, that's the thing that is um, making it um, more taunt and restored. It is when the opportunity comes and you're weaving. So it seems like like weaving through like a, um, I don't know what that thing's called, but a weaving through and then it's making it taunt. And it's like in the word of opportunity, it's restoring restoring it and making it taunt and um, not causing things to slip away. Um, So we thank you. We thank you for that, Father God. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Hmm. Yeah. Opportunities. Definitely been praying for opportunities. Yes. 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 Um, yes. Again, they could look very common, like, but we just prayed the Lord would open your eyes for those opportunities. And sometimes, yes. it's like, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just don't want to miss them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? And um, sometimes they're common, and I just thought of something too. Sometimes we, um, and others, it's like we need to take the initiative. And um, because I was just reminded of something where I was thinking, I was reading an email for um, a prayer ministry. They were going to pray over the state of South Carolina, and they were inviting the people of South Carolina to come and to join them. And they specific, like they did some history and they were going to pray in these specific places to cleanse the land. And um, anyway, I was thinking of some things that I recently learned while they're not of my own, but I had shared them here. And I was thinking um, at first I thought, well, well, actually I can't go because, but at first I was thinking, uh, I'm not sure I want to go if this is like an old school kind of cleansing the land and nothing's not that nothing would be done, but limited. God, I can be, I can be 
pretty saucy sometimes. So, um, but, you know, like of limited effects that can be done. And so, but then the Holy Spirit showed me like, instead, and so in the past I would probably just like let it go because I couldn't find the resolve somewhere and just think, well, I'll just let them do their thing and I just got to let it go. But the Holy Spirit was prompting me, well, why don't you take the initiative to email them and give them the information that you have on cleansing the land with these, you know, like new wisdom and insight. So um, I, I think I'm supposed to do that. And that is something that I didn't normally, I wasn't thinking initially um, other than the Holy Spirit prompted me to, like he, he rechanged my perspective on it. And certainly I could offer them humbly saying, hey, these are some new things I learned myself. I didn't, they're not my revelations, but I've definitely prayed them and seen results, you know. Oh, yeah. So sometimes well, that, it's that common and some, pardon me? Yeah, that, that definitely speaks to me. Okay, yeah, I thought maybe it would because... Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that, that that speaks to me that very much. <laughs> mm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that was the Holy Spirit because I didn't even think about it until right then. It just, like, landed in my mind, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he showed me that earlier, but that I, I was not thinking about it at all. And then it was like, oh, that's the other side of it. Sometimes they can look so common and his grace is on it. We miss it for like, oh, that was too easy or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my church asked for help in Sunday school. Or do you know what I'm saying? That's right. too easy. Or, oh, no, that feels like work. And it is, you know, to some degree. But um, But sometimes we can miss that. I mean, I know I can. And um, and then that's the other side of the coin is taking the initiative in those particular areas, you know. Yeah, I really appreciate you saying that because, um, yeah, he's definitely speaking through you right now. Mm-hmm. And I probably so would have missed it. I, I probably would have missed it, you know. Well, um Obviously, he doesn't want you to miss it because I think you even yeah. said, I just don't want, you know, what's interesting, the oh, Holy Spirit is so good because I think you said, I just don't want to miss it. And then the thought, it just dropped in my mind. And um, so apparently that awareness, but you had asked, like, right, you had mm-hmm. said, I don't want to miss it. And you weren't talking right. to me, you were talking to the Holy Spirit, you know, and mm-hmm. then he responded and provided a way for you not to miss it. Yes, he did. He absolutely did because my voice has been stifled for, well, all my life, really. And so I have a tendency to think that what I have to share isn't important. And, you know, I get looked over a lot, so um, I have a tendency to hold back. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, it's possible that I... Now, now that you know, I would have uh, more, more more boldness when it comes to that now. After this mm-hmm. word, because I don't want to miss it. I really don't. 
I feel like he's given me something very specific um, within the city. And, you know, I've just been, you know, trying to, I don't want to miss it. I keep telling, I've actually told him that I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it, you know, but I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do. But I feel like he's going to show me what to do. But mm-hmm. that I need, you know, like, yeah, I really needed this word. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, praise God, um, his time is on it, yeah, and it's his pattern for his kingdom, mm-hmm. and we're all participants uh, in his kingdom. So we thank you, Father, for bringing forth your word tonight, God, even just leading, even my steps, Lord, to find $3 and then unfolding your truth in your word, Lord, that demonstrates your pattern of redemption, Father God, and how we participate with you, God, and follow you, Father God, and just to gain wisdom and understanding of what completion is, God. May we all complete our race, Lord, um, and what you've prepared for us, Father God. And so we thank you, Lord, for Jennifer, Father Mm. God. And for continuing to speak to her and lead her and to guide her, God. And we thank you for the boldness of the spirit for her to come forth with that courage, as I think it's Acts 4 talks about, just speaking the word of God, preaching the word of God with boldness and coming forth, God. And the things that you've placed on her heart for the city, God, the land and the restoration for the land, Father God. We thank you, Lord, to come to agreement. Um, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven, Lord, let it be, so be it unto her, according to your word, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, sorry, there's an ambulance. <laughs> Hello. Um, you know, everything that you said initially um, when you started out about reconciling and redeeming and preparation for people and and blessing and, um, wow, like, I, you know, I was trying to listen to the Holy Spirit on that, but after that prayer, it's like, I now see where everything, like, it's all connected. Like, everything that you shared, it, it's all connected. So, thank yes. you. Thank Very you. Good. Wow. Very good. I have, I have clarity, <laughs> absolute clarity now. Wow. Thank yes. you, Holy Praise Spirit. God. Yes. yes. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Yes, Lord. Thank, thank you, you for thank enlarging you. Yes, our spiritual territories first, and then it will be on earth. So praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Oh, wow. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Father, for being exalted. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for you being joined us this evening. Yeah. Thank you. Always enjoy. Thank you. Thank God you. Amen. You. I feel the same. God bless you too, sweetie. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I call a lot of people sweetie. I hope that's not offensive. <laughs> My daughters are in their 30s. and Okay, so I hope that's not offensive. I meant that uh, genuine, a genuine, sincere affection. Okay, uh, 251-342. Good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Deborah. This is Latrice. Patrice from Alabama. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, from Alabama. Yes. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad I got that part right. Okay, let me uh, put you on hold, and I'll be right back. 
for you. So, Father God, we thank you for Latrice, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord. We just lift her up to your kingdom's throne, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Uh, we thank you, Father God. Why well, He is highly exalted. I, I see this exaltation as well of rising in you, an exaltation of um, being at the throne of God. It's a rising in you as well. And, and I think that's true, that exchange, you know, where we come humbly, but yet he exalts us, you know, when we come, he exalts us on earth when we approach him humbly at his throne. But there's that exchange of um, exaltation because we carry, you know, his assignment, we carry his presence, we carry his purposes and the desire, you know, to esteem him and exalt him. So certainly he um, shines that forth. Right. He shines forth his light, that we would be a light. And it's interesting that we could even be a light, a testimony, even in our light, even without words, we can be a testimony in being a light. And the things that we say yes to and the things that we say no to. And, um, and you know, not in the, not in the, weird religious way or self-righteous way, but just how we live our lives, you know, our neighbors, you know, I mean, we just don't even really know who's watching, um, you know, the, even the patterns that we have in our lives, right? So, Father, we thank you for Latrice, God, the things that you're exalting, Lord, as she humbles herself before you, Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you are high highly exalted, Father God, and esteemed, Lord, above any other God. You are the one true God, living God above the nations, Lord. Rule and reign, Lord, in our neighborhoods, God. We thank you, Lord, for the rule and the reign, Father God, upon Latrice, Lord, the displacing like that crown, a crown of rule and reign upon your mind, and upon your heart, like the, um, yes, that he would rule and reign in your heart and upon your mind, that he would have his lordship. He is taking his lordship um, upon your mind and upon your heart. Father God, we thank you for that, God. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, and let, let the kingdom of God be built up. Lord, um, according to your word, Father God, stone by stone, Lord, word by precept upon precept, um, line upon line, Father God, let the word, of, let the kingdom of God be built up, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for people that are pleasing. Will Latrice be a people that is pleasing to you, Father God? Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Okay. Let me open up here. Uh, 
Okay. There we go. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That was all right, Deborah. Yeah. I received the prayer in Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, for that exchange and fellowship. Praise God. Hey, uh, do you have any prayer requests we can pray? I I do, and I'm glad you asked. I have uh, one is to pray for all the people that are on my prayer list that have called and I've spoken with regarding prayer. And there are two people, three people. Uh, one is a traveling nurse. Um, her name is Rinda, and she has requested prayer, health, uh, her health, some health concerns that she may maintain healthiness as she goes about traveling. And I have a son, well, I have three sons, but a particular son, James, that I am praying for particularly and a friend, James, that God would meet their uh, prayer request. Okay, so for both of the James, just that the Lord would meet the prayer request? Yes, I'm uh, agreeing with them, and may the Lord's will be done uh, concerning their lives and whatever their, situ- their prayer requests were. Okay, and so the traveling nurse's name is Renda, so it's like Brenda with like an R. Okay, Correct. great. Okay. Well, it's with the W. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Wenda, right? Yes, uh, W-R-E-N-D-A. Okay, but you say it Renda. Correct. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Yes. Let's pray for that. We pray for that now. Well, all of us will pray. So Father, we thank you, Lord, uh, for Renda. Father God, we just lift her up to you, God. We thank you, Lord, for her service to community, to community, to community, Father God. We thank you, Lord, um, for her contract that you bless that, Father God, in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord, that she would not be overworked, Lord. We pray, Father, that you would minister to her, God, in the hours that she is not working and minister through her, God, and blessing the work of her hands when she is working, God, as a minister of mercy and compassion. God, we ask, Lord, for your mercies to restore unto her, Father God, um, her any health concerns or conditions, Father God, let the hand of God And the mercy of God reach and touch her, Father God, as she has reached and touched others, God, and she's gone the distance and has gone the length, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, and ask, Lord, that you would minister, God, and touch, Lord, her, Father God, whether it's through ministering angels, Lord, but we ask for a touch, God, in the places that she has concerns and cares, Lord, as she's casting them upon you, 
that you would care and concern for her, Father God. And so we thank you, Lord, for your grace that meets her in that place of her need, God. And we thank you for the wisdom and every provision that she has need of, God. And help her to be a wise steward, Lord, as she stewards um, her contract and the places that she travels, Father God. Let her have just um, creative uh, creative wisdom for every provision, God, and creative solutions if she needs solutions in her finances as well, God. We ask this for her in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we pray um, for Latrice's son, James. Father God, we ask let your kingdom come, let your will be done in his life. We thank you, Father God, for ministering to his spirit. Lord, and as we prayed earlier, that you would reveal himself, you would reveal yourself for who you really are to James, God. And we thank you for the depth and the height and the length and the width of your love for him, Lord, that he would experience that as into the family of God, Lord. And it would be, um, we thank you, Lord, Lord, that it would just um, be very profound unto him, Father God, and very real, God, as he experiences that, even unto his personality, God, in receiving you as you are um, not just information, but transformation. In Jesus' name, we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. And we pray for the other James as well, Lord, that you would meet the request of those that are praying and interceding for him as well, God. We thank you. Lord, for a sound mind, Lord, your spirit that you care about our minds, Father God. So we ask for the protection and the preservation of faith and their family bloodline, Lord, to preserve his mind with your power, with your love, and access to your truth, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, for unlocking things, Lord, um, and insights and treasures, Lord, while he might be thinking and fascinated of one thing, God, but it's going to lead him um, to a greater revelation and wisdom of who you are, God. And we thank you, Lord. It's like almost like going in one, not necessarily direction, but going in one thing and then it like slipping on a banana peel almost, but slipping right into the things of the Lord. Like, and what I'm thinking of is um, I know a young gal that, is really into the sciences and stuff, and she's very fascinated by that, but I can see at any moment how the Lord can take that and turn what she knows into the truth of his word and just unlocking, like all of a sudden just unlocking all these revelations and wisdom into the word of God and seeing Christ for who he really is. So I kind of see that in some sense for James. I don't know if it's the sciences or whatever, but in the natural um, curiosity of, you know, like going along his way and his path. And again, just like all of a sudden Christ just unlocking this truth and revelation for his glory. So we, we thank you for this, God, and set our prayers in agreement with, um, the, with the saints and the believers um, for your greater glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, and that was very much on point. Uh, <laughs> oh, praise God! on point, and we do tell the Lord thank you. And 
Deborah, yes, I again thank you for your time and your prayers and your obedience to coming on with us every Tuesday and being selfless concerning the Word of God, and I decree the blessings of the Lord on you. In thank Jesus you. Name. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Latrice, for joining us. And privilege oh. to pray with you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay, we have our friend here, 972. 365, Miss Rhonda from Texas. Yes, ma'am. How you doing, Sister Deborah? I'm doing well, Rhonda. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I was on earlier and it hung up. I said, oh, Lord, let me get back on. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I enjoyed the show. Oh, well, thank Go you. Ahead. Oh, did it hang up on you? Did it cut you off? Yes, ma'am, it started making a busy sound, and then it just hung up, and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to call back. But uh, I want to share something with you uh, before you pray, because I'm calling to get prayer over uh, my granddaughters. Um, Saturday, they came up here from out of town, and the two-year-old, now this baby is two, but she's very smart to be two. And we were sitting in the living room talking, and I don't know what we was actually talking about, but she said, i seen a demon. And we said, huh? She said, I've seen a demon. We said, well, where did you see him at? Oh, i seen him at uh, at the uh, daycare at the gym. My mom goes to the gym in the evening and work out, so they go into the daycare. I said, well, how do you know it was a demon? She said, oh, it was a demon. She said, because it was ugly and it was crazy. And she said, it was trying to say crazy stuff to me. She said, but I wouldn't listen to it. And, um... You know, I mean, her face was straight. She wasn't playing. She wasn't joking. And, you know, I always talk my granddaughters. Uh, she's two. The other one is seven. And the other one is 14. I always talk them, you know, if they're ever around evil or darkness or something that they feel uncomfortable with, to just plead the blood of Jesus. And she just kept saying it. And uh, I said, well, how do you know what a demon is? She said, well, it, it's, that, it's evil. And it's something, like she said, it's evil and it's, she said, it, it was crazy. She said, because it tried to say something to me, and I said, I told it that it was crazy. Uh, and I was like, wow. You know, uh, of course, yeah. when her mom listened to her and, you know, uh, pray with them and stuff. But I, I, I know uh, Randy prayed over my oldest daughter when she was pregnant with her. And he prayed for wow. her a lot. So he spoke a lot of prophetic words over her life. So I know she wow. is very gifted. Uh, yes, I know she can see. And even the other wow. sister that's eight, I was pulling her in the wagon the same day. And she was looking up in the sky at the clouds. And as I was pulling her, she was saying, oh, I see a little girl. She said, in the clouds. She described, a, this is an eight-year-old. She described a little girl. She described a man with a mustache. And she uh, described the sheep. She also said she looked like she saw my mother-in-law, but she said, I don't know if that was her because she had on glasses. But she in the cloud, she said she could see people there in the cloud. And she was just laying on her back as I was pulling her. And she said, oh, you don't see them, Granny? Look, the little girl, she got bones on her hair. So I know both of those kids are gifted. I know they have uh, spiritual gifts. In their life, I yeah. know they're both anointed. So uh, I want to uh, ask for prayer over them as well as their sister, uh, that's 14, as well as their mother, too, because uh, 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. I, I thank God for their life because I try to talk to them always about the Lord. I try to pray with them. I try to take communion with them. And even when I was asking the youngest one about the demon, I said, well, what do you do when you see a demon? Oh, I, I tell her, uh, plead the blood of Jesus. And then she said, uh, if he say something to me again, I'm going to tell him to shut up and don't talk to me in Jesus' name. And I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus. And she and she's serious, too, you know. So uh, I just wanted to get, yeah, I wanted to get prayer over them because, like I said, we didn't grow up being exposed to any of this stuff. You know, we knew that was evil, but we wasn't exposed to the spiritual realm. So I really yeah. want prayer for them so they embrace it, you know, and use it, you know, as uh, allow the Lord to use them in their prophetic gifting, you know, even at yeah. a young age and even that they would be spirit-filled, be, you know, spirit-filled and able to pray in the spirit and the Holy Ghost at their young age. Yeah, wow, that's incredible. So is there two or three girls? It's three girls. The baby is two. Okay. She'll be three in July. Uh, and the other one is seven. She'll be eight in uh, August, and the other one just turned 14 in May. Their birthdays okay. are 12. The, one of them is uh, July. No, one of them is May the 12th. One of them is... No, August the 12th, May the 13th, and the baby is the 25th. So, you know, 12 and 13 is 25. So one of them birthday is the 12th, one of them birthday is the 13th, and the youngest one is the 25th. And I said, wow, 12, 13, and 25 is the other one, but it's 13 and 25 together. 13 and 12 equals 25. So I was like, wow, (laughs) whatever that means, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I'll have to look that up after I pray. Let me, I'll see if I can find the 25. I thought maybe there was three girls. And so um, that's what I had was two. I had two, seven, and 14. So I just wanted to clarify before I started. Okay, wow, that's incredible. Well, let me, I'm going to mute you and then I'll come back. So thank you. Wow, that's really incredible and encouraging at the same time. Father, we thank you for this young family, Father God. We thank you for the heritage of Rhonda, God. We thank you, Lord, for her equipping and speaking truth, Father God, with the access of the word of God. God, we thank you, Lord, they are overcomers because of the word of God. We thank you for your blood and every exchange that you made on the cross for these young ones, God. We thank you for the access of truth and her utilizing your spirit, God. I just, um, when you were talking, sense the, and I know I say this a lot, but really it's the light of life, the indwelling light of life from John 8, 12, to, that is residing within them and purifying and bringing forth. And even me talking at the beginning saying, you know, our testimony, we can be a testimony even in just being a light. So we thank you, Father God, even for that confirmation of that two-year-old, of being a testimony, of being in the light, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for their spiritual eyes and ears. We thank you for the preservation over these three um, young ladies, Lord, and their mother, as well as Rhonda, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for the good work that you've begun in them, Father, and the things that are prophesied, even... um, Lord, when they were yet being shaped and formed um, in your image, Father. But we thank you, Lord, that you've called them to be predestined 
God, unto you, Father. So we claim that now, God, their predestination unto you, God, as they are formed and shaped in your image and in your likeliness, Father God, body, soul, and spirit. And we thank you, Father God, Lord, for them to have those experiences, Father God, where they hold on to you and see your truth and see your light and have your understanding and your wisdom as well in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for their mother, God. And even if there's some things that she doesn't understand that she would share um, with Rhonda, Lord, and that they would seek you, God, as they're yoked to you, that you would teach them all things, Father, according to your wisdom, Lord, as they ask of you, Father. And we thank you, Lord, for the unity and the spirit in their household, God, for the peace of shalom to be with them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for uh, just the preservation as well, God, uh, preserving their predestination, um, God, and covering that in Jesus' name. And I see that as even their predestination that, that is even like a umbilical cord to something that the Lord has set up for his, him and his glory, that they will follow and, um, and that he is sustaining and nurturing it in the spirit, like this umbilical cord of their um, predestination of what he shaped and formed them to be. Um, so we thank you, Father God, Lord, for preserving it. And, and that is a preservation in the sense where, Right, and the natural, no one can really touch the umbilical cord, right, and know the whole mysteries of how it makes provision and provides and nourishes um, and brings forth, um, you know, the growth and the fullness of that thing. So I see that um, for them. So we pray for their mother as well, God. We thank you, Lord, for any healing that she may have need, anything that may be fractured in her emotions. Lord, um, and her thoughts, Father God, we thank you for mending those places, Lord, with ease and with comfort and with your balm, Father God, like even a cooling balm, like a cooling healing, a cooling balm that brings ease and healing um, unto her, Father God, as a refreshing and an awareness um, of your touch in her life, Father. We thank you for that in Jesus' name, Lord, and we thank you for Rhonda. God, um, and just her steadfast and being reliable and dependable, God, unto her family and her household. God, we ask, Lord, uh, for your presence to be with her as well. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your indwelling presence, Lord, that is permeable within her, Father God, and on her body, soul, and spirit. Like it's breathing. I see the presence of God breathing with you, and it's permeable as you are filling your lungs and taking a breath. And, you know, um, that verse, I, I think it's an Acts. In him we live and move and have our being. And I don't know what's um, ahead of that or behind it, but in him, let me... Let me find that. And him we live and move and have our being. Um, yes, X 17. I was right about that. But let me see what's right before it and right 
so 7, uh, 28, verse 28. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. Um, so 27, so, so, that, um, so that they should seek the Lord and hope that they might um, grow up for him and find him, though he is not far from each of us. It's not far from you, Rhonda. And in him we live and move and have our being. And also um, some of the poets have said where we are also his offspring. Oh, that's kind of cool that the Lord would speak that since those are we are his offspring of God, we ought not think about the divine nature like gold, silver, and stone, something shaped in art of man's devising. So um, that's, I think that's kind of cool how I'm praying for your offspring and God thinks of you, uh, that you live and move and have your being, that you are the Lord's offspring. So um, I just think that's cool and very affectionate and the assurance of God um, over your family bloodline. So praise God. Amen, amen. And I was going to say this real fast. Last night, Nicole called in with Jeannie, and she had, was asking for prayer over her baby being at daycare. And she said her baby was having issues to where they were saying that her baby was acting out. Well, my uh, youngest daughter was on listening, um, and she texted me, and she said, isn't that something? You know, the baby at the daycare, uh, you know, they said the baby, was, the, the daughter was acting out. And she said, Kylie, my granddaughter, brought up demons being at a daycare, even though it was at the gym, but it was still a daycare. And she was just saying that, you know, we really have to pray over these children because they let us know that that's where the enemy it has its focus at, is at these daycare where these children are. She said, isn't that something? Because she was listening in, and she was like, wow. She said, now, she said that about her daughter, and then, uh, you know, I, my granddaughter brought up the fact that she, it was a demon at the daycare, at the gym. So I just thought that was something. And, uh, you know, I always ask that we pray over these children and over the facilities of where these children have to be because we just never know where the enemy is lurking and trying to bring, you know, harm or either anything uh, frustration and stuff up on these children, even at a young age. So I just wanted to share that because I was listening last night when Nicole shared that with Jeannie, and she asked for prayer for her daughter that was at the daycare because they were saying that her daughter had been, you know, having a few issues and stuff was happening. So um, I'm going to keep her lifted up as well as other children that are, are at daycares because we never know what's going on, you know, uh, physically, we can see things, but spiritually, we have no idea what the enemy is trying to do, and we know the enemy has been targeting these children for a long time. So uh, I just wanted to share that, and I thank you so much for praying, and I love you, and God bless you and your family. Thank you. We love you, and God bless you, too. And you're right. We do need to pray the blood of Jesus. and But that's good to pray over the facility as well as the child. And, um, yeah, that's good. So thank you for sharing that for all of us, really. So thank you. God bless you, too. Okay, thank you for joining us. And uh, 303-517, good evening. Who am I speaking to? Hello? 
Hello. Who am I speaking to? Where are you calling from? Veronica from Denver, Colorado. Oh, Veronica. Colorado. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Let me um, mute you for a second. I'll be right back. Good to have you. So, Father God, we thank you for Veronica. In Jesus' name, Lord, we just lift her up, God, to your kingdom and unto your throne, Father God. We we pray, Father God, we break off any um, places, Lord, where the enemy has tried to trip her up in her walk, Father God. We, we break those places off. We just cut those off now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, um, Lord, for your work, Lord, um, and for your purposes, Lord. We thank you for the peace of God, Lord, to be shed upon her feet, Lord, as she brings the gospel and the nature um, in spirit and in truth, Father God. Also, God, in, in essence of your word and um, being a light herself, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that the enemy would not trip up her path. And what she brings and what she carries, Father God, that you would clear that, Father God, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, Lord, that any spiritual battle, God, in her steps and her direction and her path and purposes that you have for her to walk in, Father. We clear that in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for your blood, Lord. We thank you for your mercies, Lord, and we thank you for your grace. Father God, to lead her path, Father God, in Jesus' name. Deliver her, God, from every evil, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, um, yes, Lord, even silencing the lies and the schemes of the enemy, Lord, um, that would try to slow her down in her steps and in her path, Father Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your word that declares that um, Jesus, that you came and was manifested to destroy the works of the enemy. So we thank you for the works are already destroyed, Father God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, for the redemptive steps God, even redemptive like shoes, but they look kind of like boots, but they're shoes and boots at the same time, like maybe female boots, but shoes. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, just for the redemptive steps, Father God, and the redemptive path, God, for her crushing the enemy under her feet, Father God. We thank you for the exchange that you've made on the cross for her, God, and the exchange of even these like these boots, these crushing boots, Father God, for her path, Father God. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And not that you look for these things, but as you step, um, you have the ability and are equipped to crush him under your feet. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord. Even in Romans it says, um, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet and you will participate with crushing him. So we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And let me just um, see really um, 
actually just prayed into everything I've seen. So, yeah, so the, I just see the exchange of these boots, shoes. Um, they are, um, so not only are you crushing the enemy under your feet, but literally it causes you to walk where the enemy is under your feet. So even when you're walking, you know, and he thinks that he has a scheme or that he has a plot or whatever, or a territory or a dominion, he's still under your feet as you are walking. So we thank you, Father God, for the authority, God, that comes forth from from Veronica, God, and in the word of God that she brings forth, the anointing that's on that, God, to dissolve and to resolve. Lord, the places and the territory and the dominion that you've called her to take, Father God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your outcome and your outflux, Father God, of your nature for the territory and the land. Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yes. Well, how are you doing? Making two steps forward and one step behind. And I'm I'm trying uh, to... I I know there's levels with with Christ. There's uh, um, opportunities and positions. And I know I must do my best, and uh, he'll do the rest. And uh, I am uh, I am working towards the goal to um, to achieve, but I get confused sometimes. So I get um, like if I'm I supposed to minister women, how I minister women then. And if if I supposed to minister other people, how are you supposed to minister it? So I kind of get um a little bit off. Like um every time my my um vision, my my dreams appears, and uh, I I get told about you guys' uh, instructions, directions, and somehow like you were saying in the prophecy, it 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 pulls me really. Sometimes me and it pushed me and then and then I I end up uh, thinking where was I going and um and um but I this time I am I want to move but um I don't I don't know how to move because if I move out I have to take like strong decisions and uh, I I don't know which decision is best or if I if I am able to take a decision so. I'm a little bit lost on, uh, I know that. Yeah, I that... see. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Now you were going to go no. to the part about, now you were going to go to the part about God. So I want to hear that part. I see God already equipping me and, uh, I feel like he gave me, uh, another blessing and I feel like he gave me love and, uh, certain elements to help people, but I don't know how, where, what, <laughs> And uh, I I just spent a 
about four or five days with him and uh, praising him and uh, and uh, he even exhorted me. Said told me that when I praise him, don't praise him for me, praise him for him. And he kind of aligned me some thoughts and some views, but um, I just don't know how, where, what. Yeah, I th- what I've seen, Veronica, was that the enemy is really wanting to um like mess up your path and your steps, even to the Lord, you know, but really um, in a place where it was difficult for you, difficult for you to walk, you know, but it was the enemy for whatever reason, you know, and in a sense other than really wanting to stop you, you know. And so for you even saying, um, because mostly I had seen your feet, so I wasn't sure where your eyes were, you know, or where, like, your focus was on it. Because the Lord was really, like, when I was seeing it, I was mostly seeing, like, where you were supposed to be walking was really, the enemy was really messing that up, you know, with okay. different things. And so, um but which tells me, so you were just saying that the Lord would just showed you some things to align your focus. Um, so that might be one thing there. But then me seeing the exchange of the Lord giving you um, like a different, okay, so um, I'm just remembering this one time I gave a word to a pastor about the Lord spoke a word to me when I was just sitting in the um, congregation about him getting new shoes. And um, anyways, so I come out later that it ended up being, I didn't know what new shoes were, you know, and it was like, at the time it was, anyways, <laughs> it was just weird for me. Cause, anyway, so, um, but I found out later that new shoes have to do with authority. And I just remember that just now. So, um, it so your the exchange of these shoes were more like a boot. They were like a female boot because they had a little bit of a heel on it, kind of like, you know. But not. But they were not ugly, you know. But like, but not, you know. They were female boot. But when so when you were walking, the, literally the enemy was under your foot, so it heightened your step and it heightened your path. And I think with you maybe as you were saying, aligning your focus. Um, on the Lord, you know, there's something that the Lord, you are going to overtake this, you know, and um, the enemy will be under your feet when you step. But I think the part about like, you're not sure, the part where we were talking about, you're not sure what you're supposed to be doing, or if you're doing this, then you think you're supposed to be doing that. And then I would just, you know, at the beginning of the day or whatever, because sometimes the enemy, I heard a pastor one time say, um, well, he was pastoring and he was saying, sometimes the enemy would come to him and say, um, well, you're not a good pastor because you're not, um, you know, you're in this office all the time preparing for the sermon. You're not even seeing the people at all, you know, like you need to get out and see the people and visit them and yada, yada. And so then he would go do that, and then the enemy would attack him and say, well, you're not even spending any time in the Word. You know, uh, you're not a good pastor. You're not spending any time in the Word, you know. And it was just kind of tossed, and he felt tossed back and forth, back and forth all the time, that he just ended up being that he just sought the Lord for that day and said, Lord, what, you know, what do you want me to do? How can I serve you? 
in this day and what's before me, you know, and he would just write that out um, at the beginning of the day, seeking the Lord. So then at the end of the day, he knew what pleased the Lord and that he accomplished what the Lord had before him for that day, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he just, you know, that helps silence the enemy for him um, and not having him go back and forth like that. But um, but I do see whatever that those attacks were was definitely real and, um, you know, plentiful, if you will. So, um, well, you know, we'll just keep praying and pressing through it so you have the victory. But I know I did see the exchange of the shoe of the enemy being under your feet. Um, yes, and overcoming it. So you are overcoming. I mean, the Lord does see it as you overcoming of it being under your feet and you keep stepping uh, regardless of, you know, what the enemy is trying to do. But which tells me, or signifies, I should say, signifies to me the unction as we were talking earlier about what is God's redemptive, um, the components that are important to his pattern um, that he has for redemption and the kingdom of God. And it was uh, the people, the land, the rule, and the blessing. And um, so my thing is, is that I was going to say to you is that you must have a part in the land and something significant with the land because where you walk and how the enemy um, you know, and that territory thing, that's where it was messed up first, you know. And so, <clears throat> of course, it is to, you know, reach the people as well. But there's probably some anointing um, or a stronger emphasis, if you will, um, on the land um, on your part, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank You're you, welcome. thank you, thank you so much for praying for me. I feel like uh, I was um, being left behind. <laughs> now I can see you. As you can see, and sometimes people purposely, of course, did worship the devil, blocks my ear. And then uh, I even feel the, the veil when it gets put in my eyesight, the veil, and then I wrap the veil again. And then again, and then uh, when I don't see anything, I'm I am paralyzed. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Where am I going? Uh, the devil is yeah, and I, but, yeah, yeah. No, and because I would say that too, because even when I was looking at your steps, I couldn't see. I couldn't see either. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what I've seen is that I couldn't see where your next steps were, but I knew that like you were supposed to keep moving towards the throne of God and towards, um, but the enemy was messing that up, you know? So, yeah. Thank you so um, much. I feel clear. Yeah, I feel clear. I feel clear. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Do you have any prayer requests or no? No, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, um, here we go. 402214. God bless you. 
We Thank are, you we for joining us, 402214. Is this um, Sharon? Hello? Hi, good evening. Is this Sharon? Hi, honey. Sorry. The TV was too oh, loud. That's okay. that's okay. How are you? I missed you. <laughs> good. I'm good. And we missed you too. Let me um, pray for you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'll be right back. Thank you. So, Father, we thank you for sharing, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we just lift her up to your kingdom. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your residing grace and abiding grace, Lord, um, within her, Father. We thank you for covering, like it's covering you like an umbrella, a residing grace is over you and then you being under the umbrella is an abiding grace. I don't know. Residing and abiding. Residing and abiding. So we thank you, Father, um, or just for your umbrella of grace that you have over her, Father God, in Jesus' name. Residing and abiding. Abiding. <laughs> thank you, Lord. I don't know. Thank you, Lord, uh, just for your heart and how um, it's Such a treasure, Lord, that you unlock your treasures, Father God, for your people. Father, Lord, I pray that we seek you, God, so that you unlock your treasures for your people, Father, so we have the equipping and the tools and the treasures of the kingdom of God, Lord, to be placed in our hands, Father God. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name for unlocking these things, Lord, for your people, Lord, that we might... um, Lord, rule, Lord, with dominion, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father God, for taking dominion on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. We thank you, Father God, as you bless us, so that we bless you, we bless your kingdom, we bless your name, and we bless the people, and we bless the land, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for the treasures of heaven and unlocking, Lord, revelation and wisdom and knowledge, Lord, unto Sharon, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, again, for that abiding and the residing grace, Lord, that covers her, God, and that's imparted unto her, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, nothing hidden, um, Nothing is hidden from you, Father. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for Sharon's steps. Um. I see you taking steps in the Lord, building on it, you know, building on your steps. Like you're taking steps of faith, and then the Lord um, is building on that. I'm not sure what that means um, exactly. Or, um, you know, because when the Lord builds things, that can be, um, it's very different the way he does things. And it's when he builds, and it's not even linear when he builds things, so... And sometimes he can build different things, like he can build courage. 
He can build strength. He can build fortitude. He can build preservation. So when he builds things, it's, you know, obviously a part of his kingdom and it's all good. But um, as I'm saying, there's no telling what it is that's being built. I can't necessarily see that. But I do see taking steps like these stepping stones kind of things and they're ancient stones. So like the stones are rounded, right? So there's no corner on them. They're just rounded and you're uh, taking a step. When I see you taking a step on the stone um, in faith and then, you know, just sort of hearing the Lord was going to build on that. He'll be building on it. So, um, and as he does, you know, because when we, you know, um, look to the Lord and do things his way and according to his will, you know, and in faith, right, and our hearts are wanting to please him, he meets us. He meets us where we are. And he sheds forth his light, his truth, his grace, and he's encouraging us. Um, you know, and even could be he's building you up in the faith. It could very well be that as well. So um, anyway, praise God. Oh, you're so great. I'm so thankful. God always shows you and you can see what he's saying. So that's well, so the nice. Lord is the Lord is great <laughs> and highly to be praised. So praise God. Well, I've I'm learned, so, I've okay. learned more about is being able to the God of love versus just judgment. That I've grown oh, yeah. that way. But you know, I did just ask God, um, you know, to help with my walking. <laughs> Oh, wow. You know, he's real literal. He's literal with me, and if he would help me, if I can't, if he can't stop the pain to give me the strength to do it anyway, you know, to bear it, bear the pain. Yeah. So. Yeah, I have heard people, I have heard of people doing that where it's, like, very painful, like, even... People with arthritis um, walking, mm-hmm. and um, and then they get the like everything flowing, and then it becomes easier. It comes with ease, but and not doing it um, like sometimes I will have. I haven't really talked about it here, but sometimes um, on my left leg, I will have a um, the back of my leg if I don't walk. It can, and if I'm not eating right, it can really bother me. And um, yeah, yeah, it can really bother me. So, like walking, really helps it to not. Um, it doesn't bother me at all, actually, if I walk. But if I don't walk, it will. It will definitely bother me and hurt. Like I've been. Yeah, I can't really go more than two days without at least walking a mile. We usually walk two miles, you know. But wow. um, yeah, if I if I I have I literally cause I will be up in the middle of oh. the night and not even be able to sleep because it'll hurt. Right. So anyway, so I just Debbie, keep have using you it. Doctor about that. <laughs> 
I did. I was, um, you know, uh, I don't know if you were with us when I to the health clinic uh, a few years back because um, they, I thought I had breast cancer. Then I went to the health clinic and just kind of did a natural, uh, or not breast cancer, I'm sorry, excuse me, a um, something that would have been of concern. It wasn't never diagnosed or ever understood in that manner. Okay, so, um, but anyways, I went to the health clinic because I had a thermogram, and then I did, like, for eight months or nine months, I did a change of diet, eliminating Uh things and adding other things, yada, yada. And then eight months Mm -hmm. later, because they recommend not doing it any sooner than that, um, but I, I, I had an ultrasound instead of a mammogram. I know I chose even alternative things. And so the ultrasound came back completely clear. Right. There was no concerns. Yeah, no concerns at all. So, But during that time, they were telling me, that's when I learned I had an um, autoimmune. And, um, really? So sometimes, yeah. So sometimes, um, which I had no idea, no one's ever told me that before, but... They, um, um, so sometimes if you do not, if you have an autoimmune, this is what they seem to, I do, uh, that they've learned, that they've learned in their studies. If you do not take care of it, and a lot of times it's food, like you can, you can really take care of it by eating the right foods and eliminating the things that trigger it and that cause it to um, elevate or whatever or uh-huh. continue. And, well, then uh, an autoimmune, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying to say, the autoimmune, if you don't take care of it with the food or whatever, the it, what will happen is it will spread into an, a different disease or spread in a different way. And so... Um, when I, I did share with them at that time, the back of my leg kind of hurt. And so that, that's what they were kind of thinking at the time. Like no one, again, no one gave any names or diagnosis or anything like that. And so they were saying um, you could take this medicine that they discovered, which is a medicine for something else, but they discovered mm-hmm. if you take a really low dosage for um an autoimmune, it'll stop that kind of a thing. So I mm-hmm. tried it, but it just did not, it did not go well. I tried it twice, as a matter of fact, you know, thinking, well, maybe I was, I don't know, I was just trying to be fair and not prideful. And it just did not work. So medicine was, um, it just, you know, the side effects was not good. It was just not a good fit for me, so. Well, I just, I asked because when you were talking to me about it, when you were talking about it, my thought was there's some kind of blockage, you know, like vascular. And when you're walking, you know, it helps the circulation. But when you're not, it doesn't. And so I just, I wondered if you'd ever had any ultrasound done on the back of the leg to, to look for any kind of blockage, vascular. Oh, no, but I'm writing this down as you're talking. Okay. So, um, okay, no, thank you. Yeah. I know I kind of went into a long story about that, but, yeah. No, um, no, good. 
Oh, that was just a thought, yeah. Debbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I probably yeah, should have it checked out. And definitely the diet is definite, or, you know, the right types of vitamins and minerals, you know. Yeah, I do take and a lot of really good products, I guess I could say. A lot of really yeah. good, um, like, things for my body and aids that way. Uh-huh. It's the one thing, right. like, when you have um, an autoimmune, like, gluten is a really big trigger point. And um, so I don't have an intolerance for gluten. and um, But for me, it's just really hard to stay away from all gluten. It's just, that was really a tough one for me. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, There's but so that's definitely. And, yeah. New York, New York, so and their bagels are coming in. <laughs> yeah, right, and plus I like it. Plus, yes, right. And so if I eat it, it's like I don't necessarily get sick. I might be a little sensitive here and there, but I think, oh, I've done really well for a really long time, and then I can have a bagel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, so there's I, just I, that. <laughs> yeah. It's just fat, you so, know. Which doesn't help yeah. anything. But no, but I know. I Lately, I swear to you, I've been feeling like the Tin Man in the Wizard of Oz uh-huh. who's missing his oil can, you know, because he uh-huh. can't move. <laughs> but yeah. this is—it's my right hand. I know it's out of joint. I know it is, and I just it really hurts. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to the chiropractor and see what he does. See if he can help. Yeah. I mean, I pulled or I tore or something when I dance over, and it's not better than a long time. Hmm. I mean, I think I had an hour once, like last week, where it didn't hurt, and I just was, like, so excited. You forget. That's nice. Yeah. You forget what it was like not to have pain. Um Aww. But do you have any prayer requests or you want us to pray? Yeah, right. Yes. Um, Communication, that I keep doing a better communication. And um, prayers for my friend Kevin. Okay. And other than that, you know, you already covered it. Okay, awesome. All right, well, let me pray for you. Thank you for joining us and asking. And actually, I might, um, you mentioned the chiropractor. I might mention it to the chiropractor and see what their thoughts are. Yeah. Tell them that when you don't walk, when you're just, are you sitting with your knee bent, foot on the floor, sitting? Um. No, well, you know what? Sometimes I, I'm with my granddaughter, so I'm probably um, on the floor some, and maybe like that sometimes. But yeah. oh, excuse me. Um, maybe I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Just because I might be. I might. I could cross my leg over on that other leg. That might be. Maybe I'm pinching a nerve doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's so, the other thing. It's the nerve. Yeah. 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 It's a nerve, but but because you know it hurts when you're not when you don't walk, and then when you walk, you know walking is gonna 
get all that circulation going and um, everything. So that's the only reason I thought maybe it's a blockage, you know, like they call them deep vein thrombosis or, um, but it's nothing to mess with. You ought to check it out. Well, thank you for your care and concern. And I did write that down. So thank you so much. Yeah, okay, so let me pray for you. Okay. Yeah, they they will they would probably know. Okay. Um so let me close your line. I'll pray for the communications and for Kevin. Thank you. Good to hear from you and pray for you. God bless you. Thank you, honey. You're welcome. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for sharing, Lord. We thank you, Father, uh, Father, just for working in her communications, Lord. We thank you for her humility, Lord, to ask of you and to seek of you and to knock um, on your heart's door, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for just um, imparting your wisdom unto her, Father God. We thank you, Lord, uh, your word says that our tongue Lord, is like a rudder, and it directs us, God, and it directs our path, God. So we thank you, Lord, that you would season um, her tongue with grace and uh, with truth, Father God, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, um, Father God, even being with her in her mind, Lord, uh, before she speaks, Lord, your word tells us in Psalm. Uh, 139, even before a word is formed on our tongue, you know full well what we're going to say. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, uh, if she should not say something, um, Father, as you would know ahead of time that you would be with her to um, give her the unction um, to keep that um, silent in Jesus' name. And again, Lord, we thank you, Lord, just for your grace and your wisdom um, to be brought forth upon her speech, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, um, for teaching her all things, so God, as she's asking of you, Lord, and we ask that you would teach her all things, Father, and even her communication. And we thank you, Lord, that um, even the things that uh, you teach her in communication, Lord, that she would be able to share with other people, whether it should be here on Blog Talk or with her family or work or friendship or church, Lord, wherever it might be. God, we thank you, Lord. Let it be a producing fruit, God, that she would take those things that she learns of you, God, and steward them, Lord, um, for, for your goodness, God, and um, that you would bring also bring the increase um, as well, God, because she's planting and sowing and that she would reap an increase in Jesus' name. And we pray for Kevin. Father, we just lift him up to you, God. We pray for a victory over his life, God, that you would have dominion over his heart and rule over his mind in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that you would set up um, your majesty over his life, Lord. And uh, we just declare a victory. God, we declare your victory, God, and your purposes to come forth in his life, God. That you've uh, planned and prepared um, as well. We thank you, Lord, um, even for the joy of forgiveness in Psalm 32, Lord. um, He would know that as well, God, uh, and walking in his place before you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Okay, thank you. Actually, I do have a minute to look up Psalm 32. And if anyone else that's dialed in with like prayer, um, you're welcome to uh, press one on your keypad. So Psalm 32 is even, the whole thing is a contemplation from the Psalm of David for um, the joy of forgiveness, right? So be glad in the Lord and rejoice. You righteous and shout for joy, um, all you upright in heart. It's just very good um, knowing, you know, uh, blessed are those whose transgressions is forgiven, his sin is covered. Blessed is the man who the Lord does not impute iniquity and his spirit, there is no deceit. And it's just very good um, And coming to the Lord and knowing, you know, he instructs us and directs us, teaches us in the way that we should go. He guides um, us. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's a good reminder that there is joy and forgiveness because sometimes, you know, our pride can get in the way and tell us, oh, I don't have to do that right now <laughs> or whatever, you know, whatever our pride, you know, likes to, you know, redirect the ways of the Lord for us. So, um, Anyways, it's just a good reminder that um, it's it's good. You know, some people are very uncomfortable sometimes when the Lord shows them something that, um, and sometimes it can be uncomfortable depending on how the Lord shows us. Like when we have that reality of his perspective over our perspective and it becomes transformational is when we respond to that. And when we yield to that, and that's what we want, right? We're being shaped and formed and transformed into his likeliness. And so, um, I mean, I would much personally much rather have the Holy Spirit (laughs) tell me where I'm at fault because um, then at least I know I can trust his perspective that he sees truth for what it really is. And, and if that's what he's showing me, I want to respond to that, even though sometimes it's uncomfortable. But honestly, most of the time, um, I do think um, I'm glad he told me as opposed to somebody else, um, right? Instead of having the confrontation and the, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, but it's good to get used to the Holy Spirit. Spirit speaking to us and how we yield and not to allow the same defenses that would come up if we were with another human being in the natural, like having our natural humanity defend ourselves, um, which is sometimes in the flesh, sometimes pride, but not with the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? So the song... 32 is a very good reminder that we conform, we're being conformed into his image and we're participating with that through his word and through the yielding of that. And even just reading the word and reading the word out loud sometimes um, can be very, it can speak to us, right? Because his word is living and it's active. And it says it's dividing the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It's dividing. The word of God is dividing our thoughts and intents of the heart. So it's revealing 
what our thoughts are and even our intentions of our heart, right? So like, hey, I had no intention. I mean, in some, like, listen, I was raised, like culturally, I was raised, sometimes even our culture, if you will, and the way that we're raised um, can influence even our response to the Lord, you know, and how we see things as, oh, that's not a bad word, you know, that's not a curse word, you know. And um, so I was raised Italian, and my dad was such, such colorful language is unbelievable. You have an uncle that would, um, and they would drink a lot. Like on my dad's side of the family, they were drinkers. And um, anyways, I do have to go. So, but they would curse. And I had an uncle who would say hello to you. Like he would do his greeting and his salutation. And it was like, those words, I mean, <laughs> They are, like, he's cursing, and it's like the words don't even go together in a sentence. Those don't even make up a sentence the way he's using his curse words. So, um, anyways, all of that is so culturally, so, like, when I was growing up, I kind of didn't hear that, even my own language before I was saved. And it took me a long time to break that because, because culturally I was raised in that type of culture, if you will. Um, to some degree, you know, and it's not that I use, you know, um, really bad words all the time, like that kind of thing. But um, but there were times where I did have to, like, really ask the Lord to help me um, not to have that, I mean, you know, to teach me uh, and that for that not to be residing in me and for me to be aware of where I was participating in it and why and allowing, right? the intents of my heart um, and my thoughts to be, um, you know, uh, taken apart, if you will, by the word of God and so that he could shape me and form me. So sometimes this, again, culturally, it just happens from generation to generation or whatever, or culturally where you live or it could be in the workplace. We see things a lot culturally in the workplace that happened that are just not under any virtue or character of God that people are influenced. And, um, yeah, just some of those, it's like they're almost trying to produce or reproduce this greed and wickedness. And, oh, incredible. Okay, thank you everyone for joining us. I think that's where I want to end. I want to just ask the Lord, Father, we thank you for this evening, God. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your framing and your shaping and doing things in groups of three. Lord, I I ask, Lord, that you continue to teach me and teach us here together individually and collectively, God, how... um, where our placement is um, and your restoration, where our prophetic words are that come forth in Jesus' name. I'm just even thinking about Rhonda's uh, granddaughter, Lord, her just taking, um, you know, the land in that place, in that land, her taking authority, if you will, through the blood of Jesus. Lord, if that's even a connection Um, and a call upon her life as well, God. So we thank you, Lord, for helping us to recognize 
where we are participating with your uh, redemption and your pattern um, components for the kingdom of God um, on earth as it is in heaven, God, that have yet to be fulfilled in your purposes and your plans. We thank you, Father, again, for just using us and um, showing us your heart in us and through us. And for your greater glory, God, be Lord, be exalted. Be exalted in this place. So just put your hand on your heart. Put your hand on your heart or maybe on, on your mind, on your forehead. And ask the Lord, Lord, be exalted in this place. Be exalted. Be exalted. Be high and lifted up in this place, Father. We thank you for your rule and your reign. We give you permission. Let your word have its way. Thank you, Lord. We are yours. We are yours, Father. Be glorified. Jesus' name. Be glorified, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your people. Lord, to exalt you. And normally I don't say this, but I felt like somebody should, um, something with their money or their wallet, maybe you need to lay hands on your wallet and just say, be exalted, be glorified in this place. But at the same time, stewarding, you know, his way, knowing how to do it his way and let him speak to you how to do that. What are your next steps um, and stewarding and your finances and, you know, whether it be tithe or offering or whatever it is that he's showing you. Um, what we thank you was seeing a wallet and if someone just needs to lay hands on that and ask the Lord to be glorified in that place. You know, whether that represents your workplace or literally your finances um, and tithing and offerings, whatever, again, whatever, whatever that is or whatever it is, I'm not even sure what that is, but I know the Lord, um, I know the Lord is good and he is faithful um, and we're not asking amiss. We're just, we want to, we want the word of God to minister, to conform us, and to show us the thoughts and intents of our hearts that he might be glorified and exalted in all things, including our wallets. He's glorified in all things. Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thank you, everyone. God bless you. And shalom. We'll see you next week.